Good evening and welcome to Reckless Speculation. I'm your temporary host yet again, Raj. In for Randall, who is not only being our technical IT guy, which kind of scares the three of us quite a bit, but also is not feeling well. We ask everyone to keep him in your thoughts. Uh, that guy's been through the ringer and back. He doesn't complain ever, so you know he's really hurting. Um, plus, I like to spout drunken ramblings as opposed to hosting. So, uh, you know, if he asks me to do this, then he's not feeling great. So keep him in your thoughts. Uh, for Brandon Chain, how are you? Good, man. Living the dream. And yeah. Robert Davis, quickly. Oh, uh, can't complain. All, the only thing I can complain about is I thought it was Thursday all day today, counting down to the Titans playoff game on Saturday. So I uh, got two more days of work and then heading to Nashville. Must be nice. Uh, I was hoping to go to Nashville. You guys had asked me about my uh, Saturday. The reason why I say that is as a Raider fan, I uh, was able to go to Cincinnati for that game. Um, I'd rather lose by 40 than lose the way that the Raiders did. You know, obviously there was terrible officiating not to be uh, not surprising by Boger and, and company who the NFL said is not going to be officiating again. Uh, but, you know, somebody went to graduate school in Cincinnati. I forgot how passionate that city is and how desperate for a winner they are it had been 31 years since they won a playoff game um i think i may have been the bo jackson game which i was at that they won i'm, I'm still devastated by what happened to bo i saw grown men crying and that's no joke they didn't win the lottery or you know avert nuclear war <laughs> there were people crying and you know it is cincinnati ohio whatever that means and uh it was so loud in there. Even my, my buddy that I went to school with said he's never seen a stadium like that. People were hugging after, you know, as a Raider fan, I just kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. Did I think it would be with 11 seconds left? Derek Carr, uh, 10 yards out, nine yards out. Yeah, I did. Uh, because nothing's ever easy. And the Raiders miraculously just like to break our hearts. Um, but really, you know, the defense did their job. They, they had many chances to win that game. Um, but all in all, it had been a long time since I'd been to a playoff game. And I wish I was seeing the Raiders in Nashville this weekend. But alas, we are going to see the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. And that takes me straight into that. The Titans chain are three and a half point favorites. Does that seem low? No. I mean, that seems more like a pick em game with home field advantage. Exactly. Uh, so they get they get the hook. I mean, the Bengals are a hot team right now. I mean, Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind. I mean, he had a kind of a rough start at the beginning of the season. Robbie knows that too well with his fantasy team. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> stupid ball. <Booyah. laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> now, I mean, he's, he's playing, you know, top – Top three, top five quarterback right now. So um, it's going to be a tough matchup. I still give the nod to the Titans, obviously. Uh, I'm pulling for them, but, you know, statistically, too, I think we match up pretty well with them. Um, we can get the pass rush going. We're fully healthy, both sides of the ball, which is, you know, hadn't been since week one. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, cannot wait for this game. I mean, 
I, I lose sleep at night just thinking it's Saturday morning waking up. So um, I'm pumped. It's going to be a sweet game. And before we get into it, the Raiders didn't run the ball enough. Josh Jacobs had 13 carries for 83 yards against the poorest Cincinnati rush defense. They should have run the ball way more. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to my next question. Uh, Rob, what do you expect? Because you're a realistic Titans fan, which is short for fanatic, but I, mean, I don't care who you are, even if you're a freak like Henry. It's been three months since he's played. What do you expect to see from him on Saturday? Is he going to play a little bit of backup to Foreman? What do you think is going to happen? Well, so, I mean, if you don't use him to his full potential and you lose, then it's it's eight months till the next game. So I expect it's going to be all hands on deck and they're going to use him as much as they see fit. And, you know, people have been, oh, Foreman's came in, the running game hasn't changed much. Well, no, the running game hasn't changed much. The defenses have changed, though. They have been able to back up and play pass defense. When Henry's in there, you got to load up, and that lets everyone get open downfield. Play action. I expect a lot of play action. Um, I, as a um, firm believer in uh, the sports god, uh, me calling Joe Burrow a bomb for every single Sunday except for last weekend, and to see him coming into Nashville really worries me. that karma's gonna gonna get me, and so I'm a little worried about that. Uh, but man, this is a this is a tough matchup. I was literally uh, I'm in this office pool where we pick the wild card round, then we go back and pick the divisional round. Um, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, can the Titans really do this? Can like they're home until the Super Bowl, uh, and we'll get into more of the other games. But, no, I expect a heavy dose of Derrick Henry, and I expect it. I mean, he is the – not the only back in the league, but by far the most dangerous as far as it goes. Like, hey, you got Chris Johnson's speed mixed with Jerome Bettis' strength. He's a freak, and every time he touches the ball, it's a potential touchdown, and that's got to be terrifying for defenses. And especially, we can keep – we can keep Cincinnati off the field. We should be – we being the Titans should be able to dictate the pace of this game, the crowd. Um, I think it's going to be a hard-fought battle. Um, three and a half does kind of surprise me just because that's saying it's a pick em. I think we're – the Titans should be a little bit more four and a half, um, especially how the favorites rolled in the wild card round. I thought they would – Vegas would kind of adjust a little bit more. Um, so – but they obviously know more than I know. You can check my bank account for that. No need. Randall, it's great to see you. Thanks for jumping back in. I'll turn it over to you for however long you feel fit. Uh, we were just talking about okay, the Titans. I just got one. It seems like I joined you during the Titans Bengals discussion. I'll yeah. turn it right back over to you. I picked the Bengals. Oh, I think hey. Joe Burrow is poised as the breakout star of this playoffs. Uh, I went back and forth on this game. If you tell me Derrick Henry is anything above 75%, I pick the Titans. 
I don't think Derrick Henry coming off of 10 weeks or 12 weeks can be Derrick Henry. So it was Halloween when he last played. And I agree with you. That's why my first question to Rob was that. Along Rob's for, and you know, quickly as I saw the Bengals and Raiders up close, Burrow didn't set the world on fire, but he didn't have to. You know, the Bengals were very methodical. The better team won the game. Um, you know, I, I think Burrow, they didn't show a lot either. So if I were the Titans fans, I'd be concerned. And again, maybe I'm being foolhardy, but I don't think uh, Henry's going to be nearly what he normally is, but his near normal is still better than everyone else. Rob made a also, great point. Go ahead, sorry. I don't know that that division, looking back over 17 games, I know the Titans are the number one seed, but I clearly think that's the number four division in the NFL, in the AFC. So but the Titans have beat all the power players this year. And they some also uh, lost to some terrible teams as well. Yeah. But that's the yeah, NFL. That's true. They beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams, Niners. But the when it goes Titans bad with the Titans, it goes terrible. And Rob, you said it. The defensive have changed. And I was looking at Tannehill. It doesn't matter what yards are per se, but he went over three hundred yards once since Henry went down on Halloween, and that was in a loss at home to the Texans. Some of these numbers, I, I mean, he, again, he didn't have to do a bunch, but like 93 yards of getting smoked by the Patriots, mm-hmm. 153 yards, 120. Again, they won most of these games, which is what a veteran team does. But, I mean, Shane, do you think if they have to and, and they commit everyone to the box that Ryan Tannehill can take the Titans not only past Cincinnati but into the Super Bowl? Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be a, a complimentary game, though. I, I think we are going to have to have Henry um, or some type of run game. Now, like to Robbie's point, Henry changes uh, the entire defense. I mean, you see a lot more single safety. Um, he changes the whole narrative. Of yeah, the you, you mm-hmm. see a lot, a lot more of that. That kind of one on one outside. They're trying to man up. Um, Fully healthy. We also haven't seen Julio and AJ play together a whole lot this this season. Um, and when they did, you know, Julio had his you know best game, uh, like a hundred yards or something, and a touchdown or whatever. Uh, it, that you know, one game was coming. His to, one touchdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That one game with that one. T- I'm just kidding. It, well, to my point, you know, everything's kind of yeah. coming together at the end of the season. People are getting healthy. I think the bye week is huge for, for health. Now, I think Henry's going to be ready to go, and I think he's going to going to push. I think it's going to be more game football shape and fatigue that's going to get him pulled out of the game more often than him being injured or, you know, limping or something of that nature. Um, but, again, you know, Deontay Foreman, Third down situations, third and short. You know, we have options to run the ball there with him. Yeah, so, and I will say this. I don't think that given while Henry's getting back in game shape, in the past I think Vrabel would be run first down, run second down. I think Vrabel gets a little more creative and says, hey, maybe a play action on first. Grab mm-hmm. three or four yards. 
Then on, then our second down, give it to Henry and really right. shorten the sticks as opposed to let we're if they load the box, we're not because in the past they will show eight and nine in the box and Vrabel will just be like, we don't care. We're still running right. the ball. And right. so I think he will change it up a little bit like that and go not necessarily open the offense, but just modify it a little bit. Yeah. I agree. And as of late, Furcher kind of came into play too. And he was nowhere to be found at the beginning of the season. So I think he could also be utilized, maybe some tight end screens, something of that nature, uh, to to get a little chunk of yards. So I'm anxious to see how this play calling is going to fall out. Um, and, you know, of course, the stadium's going to erupt when, when Henry's out there. So uh, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait, man. Randall? I just – I'm going to go back to it. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. Playmakers. Boyd, T. Higgins. I think the better weapons are on the bingo sides of football. Now, for my friends – I hope the Titans win. But when we get to yeah. the upset alert, I am going to put the Titans on upset alert. And I just yeah. feel – and if you go back from our, our earlier in the year, uh, I picked the Chief Bengals narrative. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't want it to have to run through Tennessee. Uh, but I, I just – I don't trust – I don't trust a non – if you tell me Derrick Henry has 17 carries plus, I think exponentially the Titans' chances win goes up. I will promise you he has 17 plus. I promise you that. Yeah, and you're also putting this game on the offense. Like, it's going to be solely up to them. We've got a fully healthy defense now. and So do the Bengals, though. They were very healthy. He got beat up in the Raiders game. You know, the numbers – the Raiders took advantage of field position. They have the best kicker and punter in the league, which is – and they're the two best players on their team, which tells you a lot about the Raiders. I mean, Vegas is no dummy, right? Rob, what does it say when a home team is a three or three-and-a-half point favorite in Vegas? It's a pick em. But you go back and look at their Super Bowl odds when the Bengals are plus 1,300 and – uh, the Titans are plus 850. What does that say? That the better two teams are on the other side of the bracket. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, along those same lines, only the Niners, and I, I love the Niners. I think they're going to go far. And the Bengals have lower odds to get to – or better odds, rather. Worse odds, rather. Let me go there. To get to the Super Bowl at this point than the Tennessee Titans. More yeah. probable I mean, Shane, odds. why do you think that's the case? Well – this week. Yeah, so everyone thinks we're, you know, possibly one of the worst number one seeds that's been out there. But you got to look at, you know, the games we did win. And, and you know, we had 91 or 94 players rostered this year, um, set an NFL record of that. Everyone's been injured and hurt and COVID and this and that. Um, we're finally fully healthy. So, yeah, some of them aren't in game shape. But Titans fully healthy, it's – you know, just like we talked about preseason and, and everything, I'm excited to see it. And these coaches are no dummies, and they're going to play to their strengths in this game. I, I'll tell you why they're this way, because Vegas is in business to make money. Look, let's be real. Outside of people that when, – when, when Derrick Henry got hurt and he dropped off fantasy rosters – 
Not a single soul outside of Tennessee watched the damn Titans game. And we just creeped into the number one seed. And they're like, oh, I guess they're pretty good, but I have no idea who plays on their team. It's a mm-hmm. small market team, even though Nat- – I mean, Nashville's not a small market, but relatively football, NFL-wise it is. Nobody wa- – we play the, the – I mean, the Titans play for half their season. They play the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans. Nobody cares about any of those games ever unless you're one of those fans. So right. this is just Vegas laying the odds on who's going to bet on what. And on the viewership side, in, in the media, I mean, it's yeah. all about flashy, big-time plays and all that. And the Titans are just, you know, they might get an occasional, you know, long pass touchdown or something. But it's it's mainly, you know, beat it down the field and, and punch it in. So it's not a – Sexy offense. Um, like oh, you well, see, the all Jets these- and Giants get more publicity for being horrible run franchises, and like, yeah. And it's nice to see you guys so objective, though. I mean, <laughs> you're not just fans; you're really saying on equal, you know, equilibrium and even. No, I said it's going to be a what you really believe. No, but that, that, it is the I truth. Think, I mean, I, I think the general public is probably where I'm at, and that they feel like. The Titans are limping into the playoffs, and I think the general public and the betting public are also feeling like Derrick Henry coming back two months later is not the same Derrick Henry left. Now, the one thing I will say, that number, 17, he averages, what, 5.5 yards a carry around that? That's 100 yards. If Derrick Henry has 100 yards on 17 carries and a touchdown – Game over. The narrative changes. I just don't see even Superman being able to do that. That he is. I mean, that's why they play the games. If I'm looking at all four teams right now, you you know, I I definitely think Buffalo and Kansas City are playing better, but that doesn't matter because neither of those teams are playing the Titans. The Titans are at home. You know, I, I think the Bengals will travel well. Nashville is like Vegas and L.A. That's a destination city. But uh, you, you, I think uh, the Titans will have a decided home field advantage. Now, whether or not their secondary can stop Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, Higgins, like Randall said, I guess we'll see. Um, but I don't want to talk all night about that game. Randall, are you good with us moving on to the other AFC Let's game? Go. I know I know nobody else cares Tennessee land, but I would rather see Buffalo and Kansas City, which along the same lines, I mean, Kansas City's at home, and right now they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite? Rob, what does that tell you? Wait, there's another NFL game this weekend? Oh I know, seriously. Well, this is <laughs> – I think it's college. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pick up some LSU basketball tickets cheap by here. Yeah, this this tells me. Um, I think it's the barbecue bowl. This really tells me I'm not sure what I'm missing about this. Yeah, the Bills played great against the Patriots, but um, and and so thanks for not watching the show on Monday, Raj. But my theory was on Monday that um, I heard about it. Did you hear about it? Yeah, you're lying. So my theory on Monday was that Bill Belichick embarrassed Buffalo so badly on that three-pass victory that it motivated that team so much that, like, 
their that was their Super Bowl to beat New England and to put them out because they embarrassed all oh, their whole professional life. That's the most they've been embarrassed because I was embarrassed for them. If I mean, I just think about playing Madden, and if you tell me what play you're going to run, and I can't stop it, and you keep doing it over and over and over again, I'm pushing the reset button or pulling the plug, like, hey, this can't happen. Um, so I think Kansas City got a semi-buy, and Buffalo played their highest. You go, then Buffalo goes on the road, going to Kansas City, probably the toughest place to play um, in the AFC at least. Um, I, that, this looks, I mean, it looks like a trap spread, but no, I'm, I'm taking it. I like Kansas City. They got the better quarterback, the better coach, um, probably talented weapons matchup, but no, I like KC in this one. For those that weren't sure what Rob was referencing, that game was in Buffalo and Mac Jones went two for three for 19 yards. And it's not like, when you go back to Madden or even Tech Mobile for people like Randall and I, Bo Jackson or Walter Payton was back yeah. there. No disrespect to Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, but they knew what they were going to do, and they were at home, and they couldn't stop it at all. And I agree. It's, it's beyond the word embarrassing for a professional football player, I imagine. It was sad. Uh, chain along those lines, and then Randall, your thoughts – on this game, obviously uh, Vegas is thinking Buffalo is going to give them a run for their money. No pun intended. Yeah, so what what happened in the, the Patriots game? I agree with Robbie's theory. Like you said, if you listened to the show on Monday, we talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It was an embarrassment. And I think they they changed up their entire game, their scheme and everything, obviously from the – watching film and and whatnot. Um, Also, I think Bilicek threw everything he had in that game. And, you know, he outcoached them and and played to his strengths. Now, Mac Jones is not his strength, and Buffalo knows that. So they did not allow them to run the ball very effectively in this game. And they put it all on Mac Jones' shoulders, and we saw exactly what we saw with a rookie quarterback in the second version of Mac Jones. And, you know, he throws, what, two interceptions that game. Um, change, change the whole game. Now, Buffalo, that was probably their best game this thus far. Um, they look good. Defensively, uh, like I said, they, they sold out on the run, put it, put it on Mac Jones, and it worked. Um, but there's a lot more talented teams coming. Uh, I mean, you've got some some decent running backs, and and KC is is on fire right now. I mean, Mahomes isn't making stupid decisions like he was early in the season. Um, I'm with Rob. I would take KC. Uh, give me the points. That's good. Love it. Randall, now let's not forget that there were 40 mile per hour gusts of wind in that game, but. The same token, I mean, Buffalo couldn't stop New England, but New England stopped Buffalo's ground game. But if Josh Allen isn't able to move and kind of change things on the run, then, you know, he's dead in the water. He was able to do that against Kansas City way back in September or whenever it was in that rematch. 
And to Chain's point, uh, Mahomes was forcing it through two picks. Everything was a chuck down, uh, check down. They kept everything in front of him. He averaged five yards per pass. Randall, what's going to be different this game? And are you willing to bet on Buffalo literally and figuratively? Literally and figuratively, I think Buffalo wins the football game. Uh, and here's why. Nice. One, I think the most, I think you're all underestimating the most embarrassing thing in the NFL, even this season. To me, it's not the Bills losing on a three-pass attempt night by Matt Jones. It was the Patriots giving up a touchdown on every single Bills drive in a playoff game. The first time in NFL history, seven drives, seven touchdowns, never been done before. I didn't know that. Against the number one defense in the NFL going into the playoffs. Number two. The best running back on the field is named Devin Singletary. And I just want to read you just a little bit. He was on my team. So, since Nice job. How that turned out? 22 carries, 86 yards, and a catch, and a touchdown. 12 carries for 39, a touchdown, five catches. 23 for 110, two touchdowns. 19 for 88, and a touchdown, and two catches. 16 for 81, two touchdowns, three receptions. Those are Singletary's stat lines heading into the playoffs. Since Zach Moss has found his way to stand beside uh, Burita on the sideline of the Bills, Buffalo has really remade this offense from a run first through Stephon Diggs offense. Now it's really flowing through Singletary. They're going to run the football to set up the play action. And I think the backside of the Kansas City defense is really bad. So I like Singletary in this matchup. Matter of fact, for the DFS players, he is my number one play this weekend. Also, I like him on the first touchdown and his prop bet. I think it's over 71. So I think the better running game this time is on the Buffalo side. Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, 1A, 1B, Tariq Hill, Stephon Diggs. I like it, players. dude. Dawson Knox, no. Travis Kelsey, great players. If anything, the Buffalo pass receiving may be a little deeper than the Kansas City. If you get into the McCall, McCall Hardman and Demarcus Robinson versus Cole Beasley, and Emmanuel Sanders, and Gabe Davis. I like that second, third, and fourth target from Buffalo more than Kansas City. I agree with that. And, you know, before we get into the NFC and the team that I think is the biggest dark horse and that I put a little bit on because I'm scared and I used to hate them, the San Francisco 49ers, who I think will win this weekend, I want to score from each of you first, Kansas City and Buffalo. I'll tell you, I, I I like Kansas City to win a close one, a field goal game. Robbie? Well, let me just talk about how that was a great, intelligent breakdown by Randall of the game, and he made all the kind of points you would want to make if you're making an argument. Is this a Billy Madison response? <laughs> but Andy Reid's the most creative play caller in football. 
You got Patrick Mahomes. You got the home field. Kansas City seven and two at home. Buffalo's five and three on the road. Uh, three of three of those road, yeah, three of those road games came against Miami, the Jets, and New England. So in the regular season, weak division. Um, yes, but so a score prediction. I'm gonna go KC. 34, Buffalo 28. I like it. Chain? I've got 27-30, KC. Randall? 34-31, the Bills of Buffalo. See, I like 34-31, but the other way. Yes, we're all over 54 and a half, Mm -hmm. which is uh, pretty high over. Obviously, the uh, highest of the weekend – yeah, it looks um, like also, no, no, it looks like no snow, no bad weather. It's going to be cold in Green Bay, but it looks like it's going to be dry conditions everywhere. They're going to be, yeah, nice atmospheres, if you will. I think Green Bay's got like a forty percent chance of light snow, but I don't think it's going to do anything to really affect. It looks like looks like 30, 36 in Nashville, twelve in Green Bay, sixty in Tampa, which would be nice, and forty three in Kansas City. Which Speaking is actually it, very nice on, for them. Yeah. We should come on Sunday before kickoff and recap Saturday and and preview Sunday for a few minutes. Do another 15 or 30 minute setup like we did, like you guys did for Monday night. I'll Which probably I have a, ta- a Titans tattoo on my forehead. <laughs> By the way, do think... you almost slip walking into the room? <laughs> no. Not this time. Attention to you. Hey, real quick. Do, do the Titans win by more than seven? You two that think the Titans will win. I'm actually with Randall. I, I think the Bengals could really throw a wrench into your dreams there. But do the Titans win by more than seven, Brandon and Robbie? I think it's a field goal game. Oh. I think it is. Rob? I think it's close all game. I think it's back and forth. Um yeah, field goal or less. I don't. I would not bet anything on the Titans to get three and a half. No, less. It looks there for a reason. I think it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, I well, like the over not. though. I, Forty-seven is low. The over too. Forty-seven. Because I think the Titans could be chasing. So uh, I, I like the singles over. Yeah, I agree. Forty-seven. I think is low. If I was going to make a bet on this game, it would be on the over. Uh, shall we switch over into the NFC? Yeah. Which game do you guys want to do first? Well, let's do the Rams and Bucks. Uh, two warm weather teams playing in whatever month this is, January, even though I like the Rams. They're not my favorite team, clearly. But I don't know. It's just not the same as Niners and Packers, uh, even though San Francisco is not exactly uh, the Ice Age. Tampa Bay is only a three-point favorite. Shane, I agree with you. We talked about how Stafford just loves to blow it when it matters the most. Are you going to actually bet on him or bank on him this week, or do you think uh, Tampa runs away with it? I'm staying away from the spread. I'm, again, I'm probably leaning over here at 48 and a half. Um, it's just – it's so hard for me to trust Stafford. Um, uh, he just has that turnover in him, that 
forced ball. I mean, it's kind of like Brett Favre of late, you know, just gunslinger throwing it down the field. Throws too many 50-50 balls, in my opinion. But um, I do think that the Rams can pull this upset. Uh, you know, I think the offensive line of the Bucks they got beat up a little bit last game. Uh, Jensen and Ware, I believe. Ware, I don't even know if he's going to see the field. He, he had to leave again. Um, so with that pass rush and that defense, uh, if Stafford can manage to not turn it over again, like I said last week, I think they can pull this out. He didn't have to do much last week, whether it be from Kyler Murray in Arizona, just right. giving them the ball, oh, yeah. special teams, the run game did well. Uh, for the most part, in terms of yards. Um, and and in addition to Cam Akers coming back was huge. I mean, he he had some big gash runs that, that really set them up well. So He didn't, but Sony Michelle, you know, he was going between the tackles and, you know, mm -hmm. he ripped off a 35-yarder. I was like, who is that guy? Um, Randall, what do you think about this game? Do you think the Rams, you know, Stafford only threw 17 times. I agree with Ken. You put it on Stafford and – invariably he's going to turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. But does Tampa still have the same, you know, drive after all this? Antonio Brown and all this garbage. What do you think, Randall? Do you think Tampa's going to be the same Tampa Bay team as last year? I hate him. But as long That's as a good start. 12 is on the sideline, their drive's going to be fine. Uh, that guy is a mastermind of getting his team motivated. In watching those games, I think you brought up a great storyline. We saw Cam Akers come back and be fairly effective. Again, that goes back to the scenario we we're talking about Derrick Henry. Cam Akers and Henderson can be effective. But also, I thought Keyshawn Vaughn and Gio Bernard had a pretty decent game for Tampa. Uh, they carried the ball 30 times for right, right at 100 yards, two scores. And I really thought Keyshawn Vaughn looked good in the past game. Leonard Fournette was quietly having a Pro Bowl year. Uh, the greatest draft pick Robbie, Robbie Davis ever made was Leonard Fournette, uh, clearly becoming RB1 over Ronald Jones. Uh, also, I think we got a little bit of the preview of what the the passing the passing is going to look like that Mike Evans is going to dominate targets, but Cameron Bright and Rob Gronkowski are going to see a lot more targets. And hello, Scotty Miller is back from not being on the field in 2021 to being a real threat to maybe get four or five targets in this game. I think Shane has said the same scenario for about three weeks straight. Uh, there has never been a bigger prove, your, prove, prove yourself moment in the NFL this year than Matthew Stafford having to go out and match TB12 on the field. Hey, uh, I appreciate I the Scotty Miller reference. I, I had to clean out the earwax there, but you're right. He's been uh, one of those guys that sometimes he shows up and in fantasy, if you bang, if you try to rely on him, you probably got screwed, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Rob, what does it mean when a home team is a three-point favorite? 
Yeah, that was gonna be my first point. Is man, Vegas is begging you to pick Tampa, and that. What do you? Who do you pick? So, I, I can't envision this being Brady's last game, and I think it's so stupid to bet against Brady because he. I don't know what more you want to see than his whole career proving people wrong. With that being said, I'm willing to be a little stupid from time to time. And I think the defensive line is going to get pressure and make Brady uncomfortable. The Rams have the weapons to match them. And it's a warm weather game. The Rams are 7-2 on the road in the toughest division in the sport. They're battle-tested. I think Stafford got the monkey off his back last week. That was a monumental game for him to win the playoff game. I think if he got the bye, I would be less confident in him right now. I like that he won a game. And, man, I just think they're too much. They're – I was looking at my bracket trying to fill it out, and uh, as much as I hate to go against Tampa Bay, give me the points, give me money line. I think the Rams win. And quick side note, do you know how much talent I had on my fantasy team that just didn't work at the right time of the season? I would have just – Hey, TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know. You're RB12. <laughs> Yeah, if you we know. Fournette and Singletary weren't even drafted in the top 24 running back picks. I got them both, but it just didn't work fast enough. If, I got if my uh, nearly. Rosters, I feel like this is the one game where you can go. The Rams have better. The Rams have better running backs. Okay, well the 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 Rams have a better defensive line. The Rams have better secondary. But there's no question that the Bucks have the better offensive line. The Bucks have the better linebackers. So each team has strength in this team. I, I really think this is the quarterback game. I think what separates these two teams, I think they're very equal. I think it's under center that this game gets separated. The, the, these two days, Saturday and Sunday, are going to be fantastic. Like – Every yes. game matches up to be a classic. I'm so excited about it. As a West Coast guy, West Coast teams always say the weather doesn't matter. Bullshit stuff. It does matter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember the Rams being in the NFC Championship game against the Bears. I think Dieter Brock was the quarterback. They were popping off. They had Dickerson. They got smoked. I remember 51-3, to the Raiders at the Bills. They're just, I mean, all the Raiders had pocket warmer fanny packs or whatever. This is a warm weather game. And I agree with Rob. I think the Rams are actually going to show up. Who's to say? I mean, Brady had 43 TDs and 12 picks. He's got a great line. He doesn't have, I mean, for him, he's got the best release. He's obviously the brightest football player, in my opinion, ever. Why would he retire? I mean, he barely took hits. He played in every game. He's playing and in a played horrible division. Yeah, exactly. So why not come back? I mean, he's going to be one of those guys that, you he's know, once he retires, what's he going to do? Not he's got much. Some more years, at least. So 
I, I mean, I don't even cap it at that. So even though I think the Rams and Stafford are choke artists, I think the weather, it being a warm weather game, and Brady not necessarily having that. You know, we saw Roethlisberger last week with his last game ever, and uh, that didn't turn out too well. Um, how about a score on this game? I'll start with myself. I'm going to say 34-20. No, I'll go 34-30 Rams. Chain? I did say I liked the over, but I, I'm going to recant that statement. Um, sure. I think it's 27-21. I think it's going to be – Who? Rams. Rams, Rob. Rams won 34-24 in L.A. early in the season. I think similar scoring points. And uh, so I'll take the over. And then, yeah, three points. Give me the Rams. With three guys in favor of the Rams. Randall, bring us back to earth, please. Buccaneers, 31-24. Most important column, though, 2 nothing. Two INTs for Matthew Stafford. Zero for Tom Brady. Difference in the game. That changes the middle. If he's got one or less, they win the game. Switching bodies with Kane right there. Uh, Randall, why don't you take over when we go to the last game? Uh, you do this much better than I do. Plus, I love the Niners. I hate to say that, but uh, I think they're going to win outright, and I'll let you guys speak first, and then I get to blab. All right. Well, well thank you for, for – it was fun to be, be a guest there for a little bit. we got to do more of that. So let's talk about this game. The Packers come in as the preventable favorite in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. Uh, right now, Vegas picks the Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. I I think this is the game with the biggest gap where I have the hardest time getting a narrative that the Niners win. So let's start with that. What is the narrative, Jane? Packers win, Niners win. Give me two different scenarios, then, that either team could, could could lead to that team winning. Okay, so I'm kind of leaning with what Rob said on this. <clears throat> I think this could be – this is my upset alert here. I think – I think it's going to come down to Debo Samuel and how they move him around. Um, I think they're going to have to run the ball. It's going to be a cold game. Potential snow, you know, it's not going to affect too much on the passing side. Uh, 49ers defense is pretty stout. Right back. Um, they, they've got a good pass rush. Long Bosa's, you know, back healthy and, and ready to go. So, I think running the ball with Devo and mixing him up and, and getting the end of rounds or the straight out – sweeps or whatever um that guy's special ball in his hands and then you know you can't forget about Kittle, Ayuk, um and even Jawan Jennings our Tennessee boy um who's come up as of late so who so had the biggest decleat of the playoffs so far it, what's it, that he had the biggest decleat I've seen all month yeah in the kickoff return so just a shout out to my boy so yeah he's still a man beast 
He is. He is. So, I mean, they've got weapons. Again, it's going to come down to game management with that quarterback, Garoppolo. I mean, we saw him try to blow it at the end of the Cowboys game and throw that stupid interception. Um, so, again, if he can manage the game, I think the key is Debo Samuel. I think running the ball, uh, Elijah Mitchell, you know, he's been good for him. So, they're going to have to run it, kind of control the clock, keep the ball out of Rodgers' hands. Um and, and maintain the game that way. Now, vice versa, if they can't run it or barring some type of injury or, or something of that sort, um, Green Bay is going to light them up. So, I don't know. That was a weak scenario. But <laughs> Robbie Davis paint us the same pictures. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. The Packers are 8-0 at home. They've got a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. San Francisco is coming from the Bay Area, which can get cold, but not cold like Green Bay can. It's 12-degree weather. It's nighttime. They're out of their element. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't – like, absent coaching mistakes, he just doesn't lose these games. You give me – we talked about the best quarterback, Warner – at least the majority of the playoffs, the best quarterback has won. Aaron Rodgers versus Garoppolo, I don't think you have to spend much time talking about who's better in that situation. Aaron Rodgers is going to dominate this game. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. The, their running scheme, their creativeness with Samuels is awesome. But at the end of the day, you got one's got Aaron Rodgers and one doesn't. And you're going to Green Bay. No, it's don't 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 overcomplicate things. Bet the Packers; they're going to cover the six. Um, these guys, this way and that way, that way, are crazy for picking the Niners. All right, Rog, I've been waiting on this one because we grieved mostly tonight, but. Paint that picture. How do the how does how do the Niners get there? Is it just me or does it feel like the Packers have played every game at home? Like I don't remember a lot of road wins. Uh, one of them though was at San Francisco. The Niners took the lead. It was 28-27 late. They fell asleep on defense and they let Devontae Adams rip off a couple and uh, Crosby hit a 51-yard field goal as time expired. Final was 30 to 28. Now that was week four, I think. Uh, in the playoffs, especially, I know uh, Garoppolo is not Aaron Rodgers, but the best quarterback, aside from Brady, doesn't always win. I side with defense, and the Niners had the best defense left in the playoffs. And I side with playmakers and the most dominant player. And Debo Samuel is the most dominant quote, unstoppable player left in the playoffs, aside from 100% Derrick Henry. Um, I just think the Niners are going to find a way. And, and I think six is way too much as part of this sort of an impetus, a feeling, because nothing ever goes according to plan in the NFL playoffs, yes. Uh, but, you know, last week they showed they didn't have to rely on Garoppolo that much, and I think that's going to happen again. I think the Packers, you know, one home seed is going to not play up to their potential. 
again, this is all theory and I, I hate to resort to this, but if that's the case, then I'm going to side with a team with a great offensive line, the best left tackle left in the game. You know, it doesn't matter who they put back there. Running back's going to go for 100 yards. And, uh, you know, a great center and Alex Mack, the former Falcon, Nick Bosa, the uh, Trumpy, right? Oh, sorry, no politics. Uh, ridiculously yeah, talented. <laughs> ridiculously talented. Uh, you know, defensive end, Fred Warner. I mean, I just look at that team and I'm like, man, they're uh, playmakers. Players make plays. And I think the 49ers are going to win this game. All right. Uh, y'all, I've got questions for all of you. Let me start with you, Raj. Debo Samuels over Devontae Adams as an explosion player? Yes, in terms of Samuel had 72 yards on the ground last week. Uh, he can run, he can catch, I think he can throw. I'm not saying he's the best receiver in the game, which Devontae Adams probably is, but Debo Samuel, I think, is the most effective offensive player at the moment that's not a quarterback. And I think, I mean, I haven't seen anybody, I mean, that's one thing in our fantasy league, which I won and just collected my near $2,000 this week. Uh, again, oh, sorry. Uh, you know, one thing about, Chris, who won, is he picked Debo Samuel fairly late. And he also had Devontae Adams, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Like, just beast team. And if we didn't have a Week 18 championship, which is kind of ridiculous for how serious our league is, which we'll I've said before, have. I don't – well, I liked it this year, but, I mean, Chris's team deserved it. And uh, with Debo, Debo was just nonstop points. So – yeah, I think he is a better overall, more effective offensive player. Better receiver? No. But I would rather, if I'm in a hallway and I see Devontae Adams, dark hallway running down at me, or dark alley rather, or Debo Samuel, I would die either way, but I would choose Adams. Actually, I'd choose Samuel because it would be a quicker death. Does that make sense? Jane, we talked with you and you and Rod have talked about the path for the Niners win. But yet none of us have mentioned probably the most dominant position player in the NFL, I think, this year. I think he passed Travis Kelsey. I think Kittle is the best tight end in the NFL. And the biggest advantage if you break down these two rosters that the Niners have. He is. He's. I wouldn't say the biggest because I would. Uh, I would agree with Raj on this. Debo Samuel, and then that whole conversation. That uh, you're like comparing Michael Jordan to LeBron James. Like Michael Jordan is the best. You know, he's the goat. Whatever. LeBron James is the best all around player that we've seen. But they do there, different there things. Been a scenario that at running back has hurt it has hurt Debo's production at wide receiver, which I think we have seen. Right. It, and that's that's fair, but it's necessary. They've needed help in the backfield all year. They, you know, with injuries and whatnot, and Elijah Mitchell back there, he's been serviceable. He's, he's had some good games. But, um, yeah, Kittle is, is – he's always been, since he's what, first year in the league, he's been a top two tight end pick. It was – uh, Kelsey or Kittle. I mean, that's who you took. So, um, 
definitely an advantage there on that side. Uh, but again, I, I think they've got to really balance this offense and, and mix Samuel up like they've been doing. And that's going to be the key to their success and, and winning this game, plus the defense. Robbie Davis, you, you talked about it. I think we follow the same place. We know the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. But the Packers bring two stud running backs to this game. And one of the few teams that I say I actually like their backup better. You've got A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, you, you know, all the greatness of the Packers. Is this a game in the bad weather that we might see one of those guys or both of those guys get 10, 15 carries, buck 50? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Packers are going to rely heavy on the run game and and then have Rodgers as their safety net. But to back up to me talking about Kittle and Kelsey and Debo, so what you're seeing in the NFL, in my opinion, is what you're seeing mismatches. So it used to be you had your Randy Mosses and you could just go deep and then and then cornerbacks got faster. Then you got your evolution of your Gronk, your Kelsey, and your Kittle. It's not that necessarily Kittle's better than Kelsey. It's Kelsey's been in the league longer, and the teams in that division draft differently to protect themselves against that weakness. They're going to see the same with Debo and Cordell Patterson in Atlanta. This is a new evolution of these guys that are receivers, running backs. This just this this you know. Remember when Percy Harvin came in with Minnesota? If he didn't have his migraines, he was a game changer. Mm -hmm. He, you know. And so that's what you're seeing is you're seeing matchups and then teams have dropped like Buffalo, they're they're a point and a half underdog against Kansas City because they built their team to beat Kansas City. That's it. That was their mission. And that's how teams are built now. It's a short window. You get your quarterback on a rookie deal. And then Great you point. build around them. And then once they sign that contract, it's very, very hard to win because the salary cap doesn't match up. Um, so that was an off-topic answer. Yes, I no, think it's great. Green Bay great points. Um, runs the ball a lot. And then I think it's ball control. And um, while San Francisco is better at ball control with their zone read running, um, I just can't bet against Aaron Rodgers at home. I can't. Does Green Bay cover the six? I ask yes. all of you. Uh, Raj, I'm, I'm going to give you a number that's going to blow your mind. I think this is a blowout. Wow. I think this is. I think this is the one one-sided game in this game uh, in this round. I like, and we'll go around and we'll pick this game in a minute. But I'm going to pick a big number. Raj, before we get off of that, I want to ask you about one more. Want to ask you about one. I think other advantage the Niner has, and that's on the sidelines. I do believe in Kyle Shanahan, and he has coached. You know, he won a he won a Super Bowl with the Falcons, twenty eight three over the Patriots. And don't any of y'all tell me any different. So Kyle Shanahan has been but there. What about the end of the play, Miss Lincoln? How was that? I, I don't know. Hey. Me and Abe went back home. He got you, Miss Lincoln. Back home to heaven, right? Sideline, who's got the advantage? They're both like 13 in age, right? Like, I'll take the Niners. And, again, I always 
think of emotion, which is silly, but like it always seems like one of the home teams with a bye, the one seed smokes one of their opponents. Um, the reason why I'm picking the Niners again is because of defense. They have the best defense left in the playoffs and Debo Samuel. But by the same token, it's like Vegas. Could I see Green Bay smoking them and Garoppolo throwing four picks? Sure. I really could. I'm just hoping I'm right this time. Obviously, these two guys think that, uh, I mean, is Green Bay going to win by more than two touchdowns, Jay? No. No, I've got 17-24 Niners. Well, uh, go ahead with your score. Well, look, guys, look at what the experts say. Titans pick them. Bucks, Rams, pick them. Chiefs, uh, Bills, in that realm of pick them. Green Bay minus six, that's the outlier. They're begging you to take the Niners. And when they're begging you to take something, you go the opposite. Green Bay big. I'll take the money line for the Niners and keep it low just because I'll, I'll be enjoy your that, that return. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, let's start wrapping it up. First of all, River City Media needs your help. We have a cash app that we'll be posting on our website. If you enjoy our content, you listen to our content. We are going to be a YouTube-based company in 2022. We need your help. We need some additions. We need you, first of all, to smash and like and subscribe. And every time we go live, which will be through YouTube, on Facebook, please, please follow us. We need your support. Uh, Robbie Davis is doing a little bit. Give me your Twitter out there, Robbie. There's a lot of good stuff on there, too. Yeah, right there, right there on the screen. RFD24. I have huge hands, apparently. Might be able to go to Ball Quest and find that also. So yeah, I want to go around to last words and let's start. Let's start. We're going to do last words, then we'll do upset alert, then we're going to do our best bets. Also, we know a time that we could all be available on Sunday around the eleven o'clock hour. Work for everyone, or what time would work? P.M. or A.M. A.M. Oh, I should be awake. Well, we all got games, so I don't know. Yeah, I'll be I'll be coming back from the Titans game, so but I, I I'm available. Just just mark me as good. All right, he said AM, I think. All right, here we go around the table. Sunday, you're right. Last words, Brandon James. Last words is I cannot wait till Saturday. Like this home playoff game. It's going to be exciting. Um, I'm pumped about it. been thinking about it all week. Um, and I think the Titans can pull it out. I am nervous about it. I'm not saying it's not going to be a close game. But uh, I think we can win it. So, I'm, I'm pumped. Robert F. Davis or George Franklin. Um <laughs> yeah, a little bit of the same. I'm excited about Saturday. Uh, also sad about Saturday. I'm not going to be able to go to the Tennessee LSU game in Knoxville. Um, if none of my friends want my tickets, if anyone out there want tickets for free, um, I guess you can message Randall. He'll get it to me. I hate tickets going unused, so I'd rather give them away than let them go unused. Uh, uh, they're good seats. 
I've sat there yeah, before the really good seats. For already. I'll let yeah, them the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. If, if someone takes them, yeah, they're good seats. They're uh, lower level, they but, but I would rather give them away than let them be unused. Uh, Vol fans only, obviously. Um, other than that, um, man, we're what three weeks from the super, from from the uh, NFL season being over. Um, it's flown by as usual, even the added week. Um, but it's been every week's been good doing the show, and I'm looking forward to if we're doing a Sunday morning show. But everyone, thanks for watching. Whether it's one of you, ten of you, a hundred of you, a thousand of you, thanks. You know, Robbie, we have not talked about it, but we're going to have football in the spring. But also, the thing that we've not talked about, NASCAR is running at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Oh, that's what I forgot. Was that my final word, or did I get one more word? No, I, I think it's the Coliseum. It's not at the Rose Bowl. Coliseum. I, yeah, it's the Coliseum. We're all bummed out about yeah, it. I want, to, I, want, I want to plug my hopeful NASCAR preview show every Sunday morning during NASCAR season. Robbie, I heard it's like already sold out. It's going to be sold out soon. Robbie I'll join Davis, you would yeah. you want it to be motorsports or racing hour? Um, it doesn't matter. Whatever. We have a Robbie Davis motorsports graphic already. So okay, that'll know. work. Does I'm, motorsports hey, include like boats and stuff? Because I like watching boats go fast. I like the motorboat, but I'm already banned. So, oh no, I said motorboat. I mean, it does qualify. It's got a motor, and it's a sport. Yes. What about golf Blood. carts? Golf carts can be final. Final semifinal words. Uh, I, I like the, the Niners a lot. I really told us how the game was. I mean, it was fun. I expected. Well, actually. I missed the tailgate because I was at the casino the night before until 5 a.m., which is uh, Did you in win? the middle of a uh, – I was down a lot, and I only ended up losing like 200, so I consider that a win. Not a lot like you or Chain, but I was getting smoked, um, and I battled – Nobody's got that so, Jeff Pesos money. Chain is no. my casino. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I missed the tailgate with a bunch of my buddies. I was still able to have a little bit of fun beforehand. It was more competitive than I thought. Uh, it was a fun time. Again, that stadium had juice. It, it, I'd rather them gotten been blown out. I've said that many times. Uh, typical Derek Carr and the Raiders to get our hopes up. We're on the nine-yard line, I think. Just, just get our butt kicked. But uh, it was a lot of fun. And again, Cincinnati – that city was desperate and starved for a winner. And I'm never happy for anybody else because I'm a true blown narcissist, like three of the four of us. But I was, uh, I was kind of pleased if anybody were going to win, I was happy. It was Cincinnati because they are a long suffering sports city. Hey, Hey, real quick. Raiders retain the coach, new coach. Uh, I'm hearing Harbaugh is, is a big focus. I'll take Harbaugh all day. He's great in the pros, and he doesn't have to recruit. And he can wear his khakis all day. But, but yeah, Bisaccia, I don't think he did enough. Honestly, I'm glad Mayock got fired. So after that, whatever. You could be the coach. As long as GM's new, I don't care. Can you make a phone call? I'll coach. Once, once they fired Mayock, I think it probably – Still, the coaching change decision. Yeah, new GM, exactly. his own guy in. That's yeah. going to happen. Man, well, could have been the worst ever. By the way, we've all 
He's good, good on drafting. Lucky enough to to be playoff, be a lot of NFL playoff football. I've been to two NFC Championship games. I've been to multiple division round games. I've been to a Super Bowl, but more than even the Super Bowl, which seemed like a corporate event, NFL playoff games get that feeling of college football, and it's the excitement, and the crowd is loud, and it's it's really a different feel, and. You know, I'm not going to a playoff game this weekend. Uh, it, you know, I think that's the dumbest thing. If you're a fan of the Falcons, don't take a ticket to the Titans game. Don't don't ruin a let, – let a Titans fan – I had a friend offer me a ticket. I was like, take someone that's a Titans fan. Uh, playoff football is really, really special. That being said, who are you putting on upset alert? Who – who – who – y'all know – I'll go first. Shane, you'll be next. I I truly am not trying to throw a jab at nobody. I think the Bengals go into Nashville and money line the Titans. So I'm going to put the Tennessee Titans on upset alert. Brendan Shane? Yeah, mine was the 49ers. I think, uh, well, well, I don't know. That's more of a hope, I guess. So let's retract that. Let's go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Rams over Tampa. That's oh that's wow. Sort of upset alert. I think. I think they can get it done. I hate betting against Brady. He's the goat. Um, I just think they're a little beat up. I know you get Fournette back. Um, offensive line's a little banged up. I mean, defense played at a high level last game for the Rams, which really changed the narrative. Stafford only had to throw the ball what 17 times or whatever. So. I think keeping that kind of game plan, I mean, they were all. Robbie Davis, LSU, Tennessee could consider an upset alert, by the way, if you want to go there, because that was my second one. But I'll let you let you have your floor here. Upset alert. So do you know how upset I am that those two games were on the same day? I, I uh, was asking Allison, I was like, hey, you know, do you want to go to the Vols game? I can do the Vols. Then we can go to the AFC Championship game. We can do I was like, we can do either one. Um, we're gonna go out in the cold though. It is the playoffs. Um, in which which to uh go back to Brand's point, uh there's nothing like NFL playoff games. It's the best of the best athletes going against each other. And it's a college like atmosphere, but it's better. With, but with with Fewer mistakes, fewer blunders, a quicker game, a more exciting game, and more talent. Um, upset alert. If I wasn't a Titans fan, I know who I would pick. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm betting Cincinnati go, right now. I'm going to go Rams. I think the Rams are going to win. Um, Bills are. Bills are tough to not pick, but man, Mahomes, I can't do it. Which is crazy because I'm saying Brady's going to lose and Mahomes isn't, but that's what I'm going with. It doesn't make All any right. sense, but I'm going the Rams are going to upset the Bucks. Same, same thing. I don't know what's wrong with me. Right, Meta. Join me on the Bengals chain. What's that? Are, are you when I look. Is Rod's going to join me on the Bengals here as the upset alert? I honestly, I would. 
the crazy of the divisional, the crazy thing about the divisional round is you can easily make a case for each of the road teams, like easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like the wild card round in that sense. You know, I look at uh, aside from the Niners, I think the Rams could do well because the Bucks. I don't think. I mean, how it's impossible, nearly impossible, to repeat the NFL this day and age, especially. But there's Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, the Chiefs have Mahomes, but they haven't been impressive. I just, I don't know if I can put it down on the Bengals. I'm literally torn. So obviously, I think the Niners. Even though Rob's right, Vegas is the last date I went on. I mean, I'm I'm on the Niners no matter what. But if I were to pick one of the three, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Nice, nice. All right. And and the Bills. uh, For y'all that didn't watch Monday, my hypothesis is that the NFL's done the near impossible. They've made their playoffs to be almost as exciting as March Madness is. It's great. Getting there. All right. We, we've call. all thought this, but the Titans have only been around for like eight years. So, I mean, congratulations and welcome to the party. Hey, we've been to a Super Bowl recently. Who cares? You were another. You were the Oilers, and you moved. Congratulations. Hey, oh, yeah. You guys never move. I don't know if I call that. <laughs> hey, that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah enjoy you- enjoy the offseason. Hey, 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 you're a Las Vegas Raiders hey, fan. I've watched this lose for 40 years, all right? I'm so proud of that. That's why you're so sour right now. Yeah. Let, us, let us have a little fun. We're going that's to one play. Of, one of 50 reasons. All right, Fair guys, point, best though. Bet, bet you're not. I've got a little bit of different take. I'm going to tease the divisional round. I'm taking a little six-point teaser. I'm going to run it on the Packers at a pick them. And then I'm going to get the Bengals plus nine. My best bet of the weekend, tease the Packers to a pick them. Get the Bengals plus nine. Make your money. Let me go next. Sorry, Randall. I mean to cut you off because I have to go to the bathroom, and I don't want these two to steal my – I'll take the Bills if I got a six-point. That's my uh, my go-to. I'll take the Bills with six. Kansas City, one and a half. Hey, go ahead, guys. Let's see what you have to say. Let's go ahead. Go back to me. I was still teasing. Oh, my shit. Pick. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Brenda Jane. Fine. Oh shit! My phone. Oh, my phone fell. So you're you're taking your tease in the Packers to minus nine. Pick them. Oh, I'll pick them. Okay. So that right there says you're you're not so faithful on them. So my I'm gonna say take the the 49ers plus six. I'm going bet your nuts 49ers plus six. All right, Robbie Davis. Just don't say Kyle Larson to win the NASCAR championship. Can you see my notes? Uh, no, I'm going to give you guys some real winners as I usually do. So, Tennessee played at Vandy on Tuesday. Covered then. LSU played tonight at Alabama. They lost. Didn't cover. Then, 
LSU's now in Tuscaloosa. Game on Saturday going to Knoxville. So we're probably going to stay in Knoxville for the weekend or, or even worse, go back to Baton Rouge, then in Knoxville for Saturday game. Um, I think Barnes has kind of tweaked the lineup to figure it out. Vols, so, so the lines aren't out yet. Ken Palm has Vols minus one um, at home where the Vols haven't lost all season. Beat number seven, Arizona, by 13. Uh, this is a gimme, guys. Vols minus one at home. They just don't lose at home. Robbie, how shocked are you that the best offensive lineup that the Vols can put on the court right now has Uris Platches in it? And, I mean, it obviously made a difference when they set Folky. He played only 16 minutes. And Platches really has played his best ball in his Tennessee career. Well, it's funny. So, Barnes said today, he's like, if you want to be stubborn – and Barnes is notoriously stubborn, much to his own detriment. But he said, hey, Euros, if you want to be stubborn, I'll be stubborn. I promise I will out-stubborn you. I've got a five-year contract. You don't have that much years in eligibility. Then finally he said, okay, he finally gave into what we want to do. Um, Euros is good. Now, you know, now that Barnes has said, hey, Fulky, you're not an automatic start. I love Fulky. He brings a lot to the table, but maybe he's not the best in these lineups. I love Chandler, Zeke, uh, 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 JJJ when he's healthy. JJJ and uh, Vescovi or Vescovi, whatever you call him, and then Euros. That's a tough team to match up with. So I love the small ball, and uh, we beat Vandy. I mean, not a great team, but, you know, it's a pretty decent team without Triple J, the defensive leader. Second half, I, I was, I was, I was a good win on last night. I thought so too. I thought so too. Well, guys, I, you know, I have had a crap week. For those that don't know, I've had COVID. I fell off a ladder. Uh, I've been flat on my back for three days. Uh, I lost a friend today to COVID. So if you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. What you waiting on? Yes. Um, but I. I thought I was going to have to miss tonight's show, but my final words is it's good to be back home, and I've really missed it. We've missed you. weeks since y'all got to see my favorite. Yeah, we definitely miss you. My favorite Washington Sentinels jersey. I'm all back for the playoff run. And, hey, all my Super Bowl picks are still alive. My AFC championship game is still alive, Chiefs and Bengals. The Bucks and the Packers are still alive. I'm looking to clean, clean sweep, clean sweep this playoffs. And but, uh, last, last words, please, sir. <laughs> There's always one more word from Robbie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just now to the lawyer here. Come on. Rogers is paying attention, so I was just going to update. The CDC guidelines are a new symptom of COVID is falling off of ladders. <laughs> evidently evidently hey I fell so hard I broke a 2 by 10 in my floor so so Brandon we gotta talk about how I break the 2 by 10 in the floor Brandon you got anything to add to this no man I'm ready to go <laughs> Sunday about 11 o'clock we'll jump on here for a half hour uh, like, bash, follow, subscribe. YouTube is our home. 
Uh, I don't know how the chat's going to work, but we'll get it up there. Uh, for Randall Cunningham, for Brandon Chang, for Robbie Davis, for Rod, uh, Roger, you paying attention now? His and mic's on mute. His mic's on mute, so he doesn't know why. I don't know if he can figure it out. There you go. It took me a while. It's a little button that says it's got a slash through it. I was trying to say who day, which is what they, they they ripped it off from the Saints, but that's what they say in Cincinnati, Ohio. Who day? Mm-hmm. That's the Bengals. Yeah, yeah who day? Who day? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's cut this shit. I'm donezo. Um, For my 48-hour band that'll be up on Wednesday or on th- Friday. This is Randall Cunningham. Three R Sports and Reckless Speculation. We'll see you Sunday.